0: Hello, and welcome to Truthbook. You are about to have the joy of hearing my husband, Robin, interview me about Truthbook. Let's be honest, this took several takes. I wanted it done my way. Robin wanted it done his way. But I think we're both pleased with how it went. And I was able to edit out Robin's bad jokes.
1: Hello everyone, well this is a strange one. You're joining us from the banks of the Kedron Brook, and I'm here with my wife Um, and I'm here, she's asked me to introduce her new podcast called Truthbook and uh, go on then Catherine, tell us about where we're from and why we're here.
0: Well we're Fae Scotland and we're currently in Brisbane in Australia and I have found myself here with your work which we can explain in a minute but I've also found that I am not working which has been a big adjustment but I have a bit more time on my hands when the kids are at school which is why I've been able to put the time into thinking about this podcast.
1: Yeah so I guess our jobs are slightly different certainly in Scotland before they came here although they're starting to merge a little bit into slightly more entrepreneurial activities now.
0: I know, Robin said before we did this recording, he's like, Well, I'm interviewing my entrepreneurial wife. And I said, What? I'm not an entrepreneur. And he said, Well, yes, you are, because you've created something and you're producing it. And that makes you, so I quite like that.
1: (laughs) What did you do before um, you started this then? No.
0: I was misconventional and I worked as a clinical psychologist in a child and adolescent mental health team that I loved and prior to that I'd worked in paediatrics at York Hill, a kids hospital in Glasgow. The context and relevance to the the podcast is that I've worked with a wide range of families and you see the same themes running through. And one of those themes is isolation and feeling that they're the only ones and that they can't talk to anyone about their difficulties and they can't talk to other parents because everyone else is managing so much better. Add in social media and just the- And COVID-19. And COVID-19 and the outward positivity that we present. But what has always been something I've been passionate about, and my colleagues who might be listening to this will know what I mean, is passionate about trying to get parents together. And I did achieve that at work with a great team effort getting a parent workshop going. And the thing that was magic about that was that you had eight, ten parents all around one table and they suddenly realised that it wasn't just them and they were all sharing the same fears about being a parent, the same fears about their adolescent um, children um and they really started to help each other and there was some sessions where i would almost stand back and let them advise each other because they they had different challenges and so they could share with that so there what they'd experienced and come through the other end was going to be someone else's survival guide and it was just magic and so
1: that team support that peer-to-peer support yeah. within the group right? you ended up slightly isolated yourself would that be fair enough
0: yes I think you've seen the challenges, because when we moved out here in July 2019, even when you suggested that we would move to Australia, I was quite nervous about that, because it always worked, and I didn't know if I would manage full-time mum all the time because, because the
1: job is actually quite a nine-to-five job although you're doing really important work helping people out you know in terms of the routine of the job and, and the protection that Abs- the NHS...
0: absolutely yeah there was, there was routine um there was security and also i've been studying for clinical psychology probably since i was at uni um along many years ago and it's part it's part of you it's it's I and mean, when you speak to a lot of mums when they've had periods not working it is Difficult, and it does take away a bit of your identity, and you're not just a yep. mum. And I really value my colleagues, and I also would sometimes, quite often, come back from where just thinking I am so lucky of the job I get to do because I get to have these amazing conversations and supervision and in peer uh, peer supervision when you get to really reflect on things. So, yeah. So
1: then you're a uh, workaholic husband who's, I guess, an entrepreneur. Uh, unfortunately took a lot of that away from you and removed your safety net. And uh, just to quickly explain hmm. a little bit why. Um... As long
0: as I get the punchline. <laughs>
1: okay, so I'm, uh, I'm a design engineer. I have developed a, a product um, that I guess what we all look, look to try and do as product design engineers is to develop products that help and innovate to improve lives. Uh, in my case, it was actually looking to innovate animals lives. And I developed a product to help with the castration and tail docking of sheep um, and the product is called...
0: Numbnuts! And it does what it says on the tin! If I had a
1: drum roll! <laughs> oh well <that> was <laughs> And
0: for your birthday recently I got you a mug that says Mr. <laughs> Numbnuts on it.
1: So I've um, changed my life around, I guess I've never really had a real job. Um, I've always been an entrepreneur and for me that safety net's never been there. So. Um, moving the family out to Australia just seemed like one great big adventure um, and for Catherine I guess was, was a bit one great big and challenge, s- s- challenge and, and scary beast. Um, so yeah I guess like any big move it took us kind of six months to get settled in. Now it has I guess and, and once homeschooling was over you found yourself uh, with a bit of time on your hands and, and, and a bit frustrated not working so is that how truth books come about?
0: It, that's a good summary of how we got to where we were um yeah i think i after being intently involved in homeschooling and actually almost feeling like i had a job again i was i would wake up in the morning and think right my job is to educate my children that was not always easy and we had days where <laughs> uh i i wished that i was working but i'm looking back really really grateful that i wasn't but yeah when they went back I needed something to be passionate about, and I think that was actually you that said that. You said you need something to get your teeth stuck into the, the that you're in. You're driving
1: in. me mad, as well as everyone else.
0: Well, I, you... <laughs> I, I was, and, and I was. Uh,
1: that brings uh, us on nicely to Truthbook. Yes. What, what are you hoping to actually achieve with uh, this podcast, and what you're trying to do?
0: So it brings together everything that I'm passionate about, because I know through my work how empowering it is to tell our stories and talk about our challenges as well as how hard it is but when you do and you have that realisation that you're not on your own and you've shared your stories it doesn't become quite as fearful and as difficult but also we're living in a time and this isn't this is partly my observation but we also know from what we read and research that with the increase in social media and the increase in technology we're actually becoming more isolated and we're only communicating often on social media the the real positive stuff which is great and we don't want to stop that but it's not balanced out with the reality of life and we often have these conversations with our really good friends our confidants and I guess I've been doing that a bit more here because I speak to my friends who I would normally maybe meet in a group or go out for a beer and been speaking to them on the phone and it's hugely therapeutic I guess when you have that oh it's not just me and I want to try and share that. Um, I'm also... So this is
1: a kind of about, you know, I guess we've all got people on social media who um, we might know that are constantly painting a very rainbow-coloured picture of, of their lives. And is this a little bit about delving behind that?
0: Yeah, so it is about just trying to paint a more balanced picture. We love hearing about the positives and the achievements and the happy moments. Of course we like to see that, but we also need to hear about the balance that's gone behind. I think a good example is recently there's been some really lovely pictures of families on the doorstep and one friend I, I quite liked who said "Oh, yeah. there's lots of really lovely comments about what wonderful perfect family they were and she said you should have seen us before the photo. I thought I'd like to have heard a little bit more about that and the posts that I'm finding really helpful are when the people are
1: The when the tangling and the tangles and the teasers and the hairbrush and the yeah, trying to get their
0: we you know, we hide behind these stories and we can become more connected through hearing real stories and, and also more compassionate towards each other because I think what can happen, and it may be just me, but you, you can increase or stir up some feelings of envy or, oh, everyone else is having a much better time than us when you see that outward version. I'm very conscious of it that when I post any pictures at the moment, Looks like we're having an amazing time because the sun's always out and it makes it look awesome. Also, at home, we would post pictures of us doing adventure stuff at the weekends and then I'd feel really awkward and people would say, oh, you're always doing super cool stuff at the weekend. And that's... I didn't don't see I'm the midget bites. <laughs> no, but we, we have horrible weekends as well where we're sort of really wishing that maybe the kids would get invited for a play date. You know, that, 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 that there's weekends, but you don't share them. And, and you, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be helpful to have that on social media but that's where i think a podcast lends itself really well because you can listen to it and it's sometimes easier to listen and we don't take photos when our kids are having meltdowns or when we're having a meltdown so you're looking to get
1: super famous people on board
0: you're just stirring no you know it's anyone anyone at all people that i've interviewed already have all said oh i didn't think i'd done enough exciting things or enough gone through enough challenges to come on a podcast but when they've started chatting we've realized everyone Every, so it's
1: really about everyday life Every is it, is it life. mostly
0: about family life would you say i would like to really hear about family life in whatever shape or form that comes whether you've got kids or not kids and um, we've all been through family life and I just really like to hear about those amazing moments those loving moments that might not actually be captured in a photo it might actually be that moment where a kid comes home from school and they sit down and actually tell you about something that went wrong that day or someone that wasn't nice to them and you're able to sit and comfort and listen and you know that at the end of that they've been soothed and that that can be a lovely positive moment but it's not the kind of thing that you but it was put brought it
1: was it was started Facebook. from a a negative experience, but it it, it then became
0: a, a challenge yeah. yeah and and I suppose I see some of these moments as a time to help our kids grow and the learning so, opportunities. so I want to hear about those kind of things and then also some of your worst parenting moments those moments where you think I wish I hadn't said that or done that and you spend the whole day feeling guilty and awful and how you've come through that and again I think those moments that we don't really talk about unless we're with close family or friends I want to encourage people to start having these conversations because when we share our stories and challenges not only does it lighten the burden it will help someone else feel less isolated so someone else can say oh it's not just me and we can be inspired by each other hearing how others have navigated challenges i want to create and encourage real honest conversations i guess ultimately a truth book community
1: so that sounds interesting moments that we don't normally talk about it's i've been asked here that as part of every show there's going to be a, a truth book confession and i think it would be unfair to ask for you to be asking this to your listeners without us asking you. So Catherine Smith, what is your truth book confession?
0: Oh dear. I was hoping we might skip this one. But I have had some very good confessions coming up on the first couple of episodes, so it would only be fair. Um well I think my most recent one was that I <laughs> I as a person who buys all the food for the house, I purposely didn't buy any chocolate just to try and get the kids out of the chocolate. And then I realised one night I really, really wanted some chocolate, so I did grab the Nutella. What? And <laughs> took a teaspoon and just ate some Nutella just to get. But I don't think I'll do what, that. What? You were monkey
1: fingers and the Nutella.
0: The problem is, whenever I do buy chocolate or sweets and I hide it, the kids just find it. You find it. <laughs> it's, I need. Um, oh, yeah, she's so super
1: healthy, it. but never have it. All oh, right, Come um, on, you can do better than I that. Can. What else than, so, the, no well, else than the Nutella sure. f- Midnight Feast?
0: So, well, mm, well, there was a classic Covid Zoom incident um, when student was doing a, a Zoom with his mates back at home in Scotland and he discovered that... This you can, was a birthday party, I think, it wasn't was, it? Yeah. A birthday party with 10-year-old boys, <laughs> well, if I
1: remember this one. Um, oh, it's the giddy!
0: He discovered that... You could use photos as your background. Um so bearing in mind I've got, you know, forty thousand photos on my laptop. This is that um, kind of
1: green screen background yeah, thing yeah. that you have going on with Zoom. Yeah.
0: He managed to find the Catherine's Hendu album. And obviously we were very well behaved, my Hindu. But there <laughs> Just was a like hot- me
1: and my stag dude. Absolutely nothing went wrong. The,
0: the, well, there was a hot tub and there was bubbles, so obviously we jumped in au naturel and um, and some photos were taken, <laughs> <laughs> which I have not looked at for a long time. <laughs> And um, yeah, I got this uh, mummy <laughs> I came Was over it the equivalent
1: of shuffle shame, but in your photos?
0: Well, I, yeah, well, worse than that. So I came over to see a photo of, yes, myself and actually some um, who are now mums that Stuart knows, but I don't think he recognised them jumping for joy out of <laughs> this hot tub. But
1: Sorry yeah, I don't any... think, I
0: think they saw um, Stuart's mum in a slightly different light that day. <laughs>
1: Certainly a 10-year-old boy's birthday party not to be forgotten. Oh. Uh,
0: well, yes. So we're opting to have just the standard Zoom background now, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so will the, will the podcast be uh, a weekly thing, a monthly thing? How, how do people get involved if uh, they, they want to be part of it?
0: Well, I'm super excited to be launching and I would hope to get one out once a month. Every anyone anyone I know, anyone who I don't know that you might know that might like to come on, just share, subscribe, and and share. I think we're looking for
1: honest people, aren't you? Yeah, people and the more are...
0: honest you can be, then the better. And yeah, get in touch. Um, I think my email and phone number are going to be in the show notes. So just get in touch, and then you can listen to the podcast on all the normal podcasting places like Apple. And and where it's
1: hosted. Sounds great. As a last wee note, I'd just like to say I'm really proud of Catherine uh, for launching this podcast. Doing anything creative always takes a lot of courage and effort behind the scenes that I think a lot of people don't really uh, know unless you've tried to do it yourself. I guess that wraps up the first podcast. I'm certainly looking forward to listening to some of these home confessions, these truths that uh, sit behind the Facebook posts and the Instagram posts. Okay, thanks Catherine.
0: Thank you. (laughs)